Welcome back. This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find us online at www.onlyinmiamishow.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, podcasts, and a whole lot more. I'd like to welcome to the show Attorney General Candidate in Florida on the Democratic ticket, George Sheldon. George, thanks for coming on the show. That's great to be with you. Glad to talk to you. Well, I'd like to hear a lot more about your candidacy, but we've got to start with, I think, the highest profile thing that's happened in this election season, not involving a fan, and that is your lawsuit against Governor Rick Scott. Please tell our audience a little bit about why you filed lawsuit against Florida's sitting incumbent governor. Well, frankly, I was reluctant to do it. I mean, you don't like to do this to a sitting governor, but the more evidence that's stacked up, which indicates that he has not been fully transparent with the people of Florida about uh, about his income and and what that does, uh, it really is kind of frightening to me. My my first boss was Governor Ruben Askew when I was just a young kid at the time. Uh, but Askew, during his term, uh, you had um, three members of the cabinet who resigned uh, because of corruption, three members of the Supreme Court. And that's when we put in the Sunshine Law that said that every public official has to file full and complete disclosure. Governor Scott has not done that. That's pretty amazing. I think most Floridians don't have the memory or institutional memory of our state politicians going to jail because of the Sunshine Law. Well, you're you're absolutely right. And, 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 And frankly... You know, I don't think the people of Florida care whether Rick Scott is worth $100 million or $500 million. We know he's wealthy. The issue is what are, uh, what are his interests, and do any of those assets or interests conflict with his role as governor? I mean, for instance, uh, he owns stock in an oil and gas company uh, that got an accelerated permit from DEP to begin searching for oil and gas in Collier County. Uh, and then they began to illegally fracking. Well, the people of Florida have a right to know that. We actually discussed that on one of our earlier programs with the South Florida Wildlands Association. They were fighting uh, the drilling by the Colliers and uh, that, that fracking incident they had brought to the state's attention. So, Well, it, it points out, you know, Florida has a very fragile environment. And, uh, you know, personally, uh, I, I do not think we ought to be pursuing offshore oil drilling. But whether you feel that way or not, uh, if you have a governor who has interest in a company uh, who is promoting oil and gas in Collier County, the people of Florida ought to make a judgment. Is, is, is that governor acting in the interest of the people of Florida or his own financial Well, let's, let's change topics and talk about something that's very important in South Florida. In fact, our guest last night commented very specifically on it, and that is marriage equality. There's a lot of lawsuits uh, seeking marriage equality going on in Florida, and our current Attorney General, Pam Biondi, is fighting those. What's your position on gay marriage and the right to marriage equality? Well, first of all, I think it's a fundamental right. I think the Supreme Court of Florida, uh, the Supreme Court of the United States in Loving versus Virginia in the 60s, uh, when they found uh, the ban on uh, interracial marriage unconstitutional, found at that point uh, that uh, it was a fundamental right. Uh, marriage is a fundamental right. Uh, but beyond that, legally now, uh, some 39 federal and state courts have declared those bans unconstitutional. There is a point in time when, when a lawyer begins to recognize this is settled case law, and yet Pam Bondi continues to pursue it. I mean, it's just ironic that this most recent decision to, um, 
to not allow the court to lift the stay, or at least to oppose the court lifting the stay, was on a, a divorce case. I mean, it seems she doesn't want gays to marry, but she doesn't want to get them to get a divorce either. <laughs> that's that's a tough deal right there. Can't get married, can't get divorced if you are married, huh? Well, and this was a, 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 a marriage that um, uh, was legal outside of Florida, and now those individuals are in Florida want to get a divorce, and they ought to be allowed to. Well, speaking of topics in Florida, why is our state attorney general fighting in Chesapeake Bay against the cleanup of a body of water a thousand miles away from the nearest part of our state? Well, she says it's because of federal overreach. Uh, that's absurd. Uh, six states uh, got together. They've been trying to clean up the Chesapeake Bay for decades. Six it sounds like state overreach to me. The governors of those states, the attorney generals of those states, and agreed to a plan to clean it up. And then you got the attorney general of Florida substituting her judgment uh, over the six governors and the six attorneys general of those states. You know, I think this is about states' rights more <laughs> than about federal uh, federal overreach. That's that's a pretty interesting uh, topic, considering what party she's with and how you hear that term bandied about to mean different things. Well, she she has intervened in virtually. You know, she's she's taken on a national agenda of of the Tea Party as opposed to dealing with things like the Everglades or or some of the Medicaid fraud that's occurring here or uh, going after utility rate increases. I didn't even realize it until I read this week. I thought we had done a pretty good job researching our record. I didn't even realize it until it came out uh, in Miami Herald this week. But she intervened to um, to stop the phantom sale. Of, I, I mean, to support the phantom sales of guns after the massacre at Sandy Hook, after those little children were killed. She tries to impose her judgment on the people of Connecticut. Wow. I just don't get it. So wait a second. She intervened in Connecticut on the side of the NRA and against the victims of Sandy Hook? That's your opponent? That is, that is correct. And and phantom sales of guns are basically when an individual buys a gun, but it's not for him or herself. In, in the real estate market, else. they call that straw buying. That's exactly right. Wow. That's, that's pretty absurd. I mean, straw buys are considered on their face not to be equitable transactions. In fact, they're they're usually a telltale of fraud. Well, no, no you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, you know, we, we've got to really fundamentally rethink our gun laws. Uh, uh, the people of this state, uh, I think, are concerned about the level of uh, criminals who have guns. The police are concerned about it. Uh, and almost one-third of gun sales in the state occur either individual to individual or, or at gun shows without a background check. Uh, I don't think... Uh, I'm a hunter. Uh, frankly, the species is safe as long as I'm hunting. Uh, but, but you know, I don't think any legitimate hunter opposes a background check. Probably not. I mean, don't you think that might keep the rest of us safe from those who are, for example, like the Virginia Tech shooter who is unstable, the... Uh, the Aurora movie theater shooter who was mentally unstable. The mentally unstable gentleman that shot uh, Representative Gabby Giffords in the head. These are like some of our worst massacres, and they're unstable individuals. You're absolutely right. And, and the same thing, too, with a background check is to identify any criminal record uh, that uh, that individual has. And to say we're going to have uh, 
you know, straw sales or we're going to allow gun, the gun show loophole. Um, I, I just don't think it's keeping the people of Florida safe. Now, the legislature already imposed, and I'm just going to switch topics one more time here, they already imposed a regime to regulate medical marijuana in the state of Florida and legalized one very specific strand. But there is a big amendment on the ballot. It's Amendment 2. And I'd like to get your thoughts on the medical marijuana amendment, Amendment 2. Well, you know, we know so much about the benefits of medical marijuana. And, and you know, what I think a lot of people don't understand is just, this is generally non-euphoric uh, marijuana. Uh, whether that's to control, as Charlotte's Web did with what the legislature passed, uh, seizures, or whether you can deal with the results of, of chemo, uh, nauseous feeling, uh, um, uh, medical marijuana can have a strong impact that on that, or whether it's dealing with the pain that an individual who is in hospice dying uh, can have. I mean, we've got to start listening to doctors and scientists as opposed to the Tea Party. Well, I think that's a good place to start when it comes to medical science. Not all of us are doctors, but if a doctor prescribes it, I, I personally think it's probably helpful. Uh, you, you're absolutely right, and, and and I think you know there's been so much misinformation. It, it, you know, it's part of a political campaign. That's what's happening with medical marijuana. Uh, those uh, pharmaceutical companies who want to continue to sell oxycodone uh, and uh, and drugs that, quite frankly, uh, do kill. Uh, oh, absolutely, do have a tremendous addictive uh, implication. Uh, Oxycontin is is known to cause overdoses. Xanax is known to cause overdoses, and um, I've never heard of a marijuana overdose. You know, nor have I. Um. <laughs> so, let, uh, tell our audience the number one main reason why they should vote George Sheldon for Attorney General this coming Tuesday. Well, having been Deputy Attorney General to Bob Butterworth, the standard I think by which any attorney general should be judged. I believe the attorney general ought to be the people's lawyer, not the governor's lawyer, not the legislature's lawyer. Uh, he or she ought to be on the forefront of, of going after predatory lending, financial institutions that would foreclose on homes inappropriately, uh, going after utility companies who would raise rates without a commensural uh, delivery and services. The attorney general ought to be the people's lawyer. That's right. fundamentally what I believe. And... Tell our audience a little bit about where they can find you on the Internet, your website. Uh, I'm at uh, georgesheldon2014.com. All righty. And, and the uh, Facebook uh, is, uh, I mean, Twitter is uh, uh, Sheldon underscore space underscored uh, FL. Okay, so on Twitter it's Sheldon, S-H-E-L-D-O-N underscore FL. Then on Facebook you can just look up George Sheldon for Attorney General. That's correct. And give We're us that. 2014, and, and that website will take you to the Facebook page as well. Okay, great. Well, George, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight, and we'll be right back. This is the Only in Miami show.